Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Tuesday, there's an auction for laser cutter machines, tools, toolboxes, high-reach equipment, storage containers, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. I don't want to put a lot of stock in one team beating the Nuggets three games to one in the regular season. Yeah. But is there a reason for concern after Oklahoma City beat the Nuggets again, but this time without Nikola Jokic? No, I, I wouldn't say concern, but I do think that there are things that Oklahoma City brings to the Look, you don't have one of the best records in the West this deep into the season without doing things well, right? Yep. You give Minnesota... You give Oklahoma City. You give the Clippers. The are coming Clippers. Too. You they're, give. They're not load managing no, as no, much anymore. No, and you give them. You give them all their due. Um, I don't think. I don't know if it's concerning as much as it is. You got to respect them. They've earned that. They've won three out of four. They've got a MVP candidate in their lineup that no one would blush to vote for. Right? There's no problem with. Shane Gillius Alexander, you uh, Shy Gillius Alexander, you know just call him SGA. Shay, you know call yeah, him SGA. You don't look at him and think, ah, he doesn't belong. That dude belongs. They've got a big guy in the middle that's a that's a rim protector, understands his role. They've got depth. They've got that that it's a it's a team that you got to deal with. When you look at their depth, and you bring up a really good point because let's face it, they're probably going to shorten their bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside their starting five, they had four guys play. Now they were missing a starter too, as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I believe they were missing a starter from yesterday's game. Does that sound right too? Yeah, Jalen Williams. Yeah, was out. Oh wait, a J- uh, oh they have two Jalen Williams. On yeah, the there's team. yeah, there's two. How many Williams? They have three Williams. Three Williams, and two of them are named Jalen. That's unbelievable. Uh, is, that, is that a yeah. new is that a new NBA record? I I I'd love to be uh the the play by play guy calling those games night in and night. One's Jalen Williams, the other uh, one's J Will. Yeah, you would have you would have uh, to devise some form of JW, J dub. Especially for a radio guy. Yeah. I mean Well, buddy of mine used to be the play by play guy for Oklahoma City. I'll be darned. But he well, and then he got unceremoniously I just talked to him the other day on the phone. He got unceremoniously fired. For saying something which he was called a racist, which to me is so unbelievably egregious. I told you about my buddy Brian Davis, didn't mm-hmm. I? Yep. And why he got let go? Yes. I, I and I unbelievable. Know, and I know him anyway. To this day, <clears throat> I'm still upset about. Really him. good dude. Great dude. Great dude. Yep. And very good at what he does, by the way. Excellent. Yeah. At, at what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, what was encouraging to you about last night's game? Listen, we're not going to pick apart all 82 games for the Nuggets, and I understand that. But this was a significant game without Jokic. How are the Nuggets going to do on the road against a team that you can make the case, ready for this, is better than them right now? They've beaten them in three or four. Yeah. And they have a better record. 
by half the game. But yeah, okay. Um, Doesn't mean they're going to beat them in the playoffs. I like who I have. Playoffs. I like I like who I have. If I'm if I'm the Nuggets, I like my five. I like my seven or eight. I'm okay with it. <clears throat> Nuggets didn't shoot the ball well last night. Didn't get to the free throw, which, by the way, is kind of a theme. The whole free throw thing. The Nuggets are like 27th or 28th in the league in free throw attempts. They just don't, they're just not a team that gets to the line. And that's okay. I mean, it's who they are. But you look at the bottom of the free throw statistics and you see a lot of bad teams. I think Cleveland's down there. That, that That's a good team. The Nuggets and Cleveland are down there, but the rest of them are all really bad teams. So, um, Well, free throw shooting really comes into play late in the game if yes, you're up. No question. Yeah. And they didn't shoot them well last night. They're they're daring you to, to beat you at the free throw line, yeah. knowing that you're going to probably miss one or two and you can keep chipping away with threes. Well, and you know that if, if you're playing against the Nuggets, you know that Aaron Gordon is oh. an adventure at the line, yeah. but he's a guy that has to be in. Because, by the way, who's going to guard Shea Gillius-Alexander if in a series it's going to be Aaron Gordon? They don't have another matchup. You don't think KCP should eh, He him? can. He can. But, I mean, I would. Aaron Gordon is the guy that I think just body on body. How would you feel about, and this is not possible, how would Bruce Brown look against SGA? I mean, he looked he looked good against against anybody. Yeah. So there is no question about that. How about Peyton Watson? I think he's a, he's he is a guy as well. Yep. Those are the two guys I think that you rotate, and KCP can do some of that. KCP is not like he's six one. No, he's six four. Yeah, yeah. He he's got size yep. that he can do, and, and he's got, and mobility and length. Right. So I'm good with the Nuggets. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not panicking over this. Uh, loss. No, and not I know you're bit. not. I would take the Nuggets over Oklahoma City in a best of seven game series, even though Oklahoma City has won three of four. There's also the factor of, hey, how 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 you, how's your playoff experience? Well, you bring up a good point because I look at Oklahoma City the way I look at the Green Bay Packers. They beat the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and then they wound up playing the 49ers. The narrative to me going into the game between the Packers and the 49ers was this. If they lose, that's okay because many consider them a year away. Mm-hmm. If they win, they're ahead of schedule. No question. You can make the case when you look at NBA history, there are steps that it's not that you need to take, but there are steps that usually you have to take. Very rarely are you going to burst onto the scene and then find yourself in the Western Conference Finals or in the NBA Finals. You can make the case, how is Oklahoma City going to perform now that they look like not necessarily a complete team, but a team that's ready to compete without a lot of playoff experience? I like Chet Holmgren. I think that he's... He's a young player who has a very firm understanding of his role. He doesn't force things on the offensive end. He's a star. He's not a role he, player. He is a or I a buddy. I, I mean, I, he, a budding star. I, I know, but I didn't say he was a role player. Oh, okay. I'm saying he's a guy Knows that his understands role. his role. Gotcha. There's a difference, at least in my estimation, yeah. about that. And and what I mean by that is, he is a secondary scorer. 
and he is a first-level defender. He defends at the rim. He defends without fouling. And even though he is a small body in terms of his strength, he's long and he knows how to use it. He's, he's a guy. And I think that the, I think a matchup with Nikola Jokic in a seven-game series with him, because I'm not sure how willing they would be to, to, to move him away from the basket. That's where he does most of his work. I mean, all of a sudden now when you've got no Jokic on the on the perimeters, are you taking Chet Holmgren away from the middle? Because that changes the way they play defense a well, lot. Well, if you take home if you take Holmgren away from from the rim, right? For a team that isn't necessarily a good rebounding team. You've got some issues. That's why the Nuggets to me have it aside from the fact that they've got <clears throat> Not even arguably for me, the best two-man game in the NBA. I think that if if basketball, which it is, about, is about matchups, mm-hmm. Michael Malone needs to do two things: find a way to get Holmgren away from the basket mm-hmm. as a rim protector, but that means Jokic isn't near the basket either, right? And find a way to get SGA to work defensively, make him run around, tire him out, tire him out. I don't disagree. The one thing that I was disappointed with yesterday's game was I was disappointed in Michael Porter Jr., knowing that it was an opportunity for him to really help out offensively, and despite what he got in total points, it just felt like everything he was throwing up was bricking. Yeah, I mean, he wide had, open shots. He had to work for a fairly modest result. It was disappointing to me that the team did not screen enough for Jamal Murray when you knew the game plan for Oklahoma City was. Double Jamal, double Jamal, get the ball out of his hands. Don't give him easy shots. It felt like every shot that Jamal put up was contested. Mm-hmm. He tried to drive to the lane. Who's waiting for him? That big tree. Right. Okay. Yeah. Ch- Chet's waiting for him. And then on the perimeter, he always it always seemed he had two guys on him. Yeah. That means somebody's open. They just didn't shoot well last night either. I mean, they shot well. They shot, what, 41%, I think, from three-point range. Some, so they shot well from from distance, but they were pedestrian to worse uh, anywhere else on the floor. The only thing that I that I'm sitting there thinking is, Jokic just makes as he does against anybody, just makes a huge difference on the floor in that game last night. And I think in a best of seven game series, to me the Nuggets would be the favorite. I say this with all due respect to these guys and I'm not suggesting it's true but this is what it felt like watching the game when I see Zeke Naji in the game and I understand that Jokic isn't playing and I see Justin Holiday in the game mm-hmm. a guy who rarely plays I'm thinking is Malone really taking this game seriously <laughs> Because these are guys that never play. Yeah, it's just getting guys some minutes. I mean, Holiday played 11 minutes. Najee played nine minutes. Was it really, or was this an opportunity to get some young guys some playing time? Because that's how it felt to me. Didn't it feel that way a little bit to you? I'm watching Zeke Najee in there in the four, early on in the fourth quarter. And then you have Holiday out there. I'm like, this guy barely plays. Yeah. Well, why are you, you're playing a team that, you're fighting for with a tie break if if 
that's what you want to call. Now they've mm-hmm. lost the tiebreaker. Right. Why are you putting these guys out there in a meaningful game when you don't have Jokic? That's how it felt to me. I'm, I'm looking at their lineup combinations. I'm like, is, is Malone just basically saying, well, we're probably not going to win the game. Let's just get some experience out there. Let's just give some of these guys some experience. Yeah, I, I think that he's still on the path to try to find depth, trust depth that he trusts. Um, and so you're going to see guys like this get a little time, especially when, I mean, Jackson and Brown got the key moment, got the key minutes off the bench last night. Uh, and it was good. And Christian Brown played, I thought, pretty well last night. Um, relatively well. And, um, but he didn't have Strother. He didn't have any of those guys. Right. Right. So, and, and I think there's to, to a certain degree, I think that he's got to know what he's got from holiday and Najee and guys like that. I mean, listen, holiday played 34 minutes yeah. against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Oh, he played a lot in early in the season. Right. He was in the lineup a bunch. Well, who was out of the lineup? Jamal Murray. Right. Right. Yeah. But he's not playing now. Well, he did last night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coming up after the break. big minutes. If you are keeping your eye on the Senior Bowl and you really want Bo Nix as your quarterback, how you feeling right now? That's next. Get up off of that thing and shake the you feel better. Get up off of that thing and shake the Say it now. Get up off of that thing. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Tuesday, there's an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, Toolboxes, high-reach equipment, storage containers, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. In the meantime, love telling you about Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Easily the best in Lakewood. One of the best, actually, in the city because it always has something going on. A three-ring circus. Let's start it off with they just don't have a pool table. They have a pool hall of 15 tables. You want to watch the games there? Every seat is a great seat, outstanding menu, and easily the best happy hour on planet Earth, and that is not hyperbole. Tell me a better one. I'd like to find it, and I would like to go there, but I know the only place I'd go for a happy hour is Greenfields because every day of the week, including weekends, three until seven, two for one on all wine, well, and drafts. Pretty unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, they have live music every Friday and Saturday. And no cover, Greenfields. You can find them in Lakewood. Time now for the buzz. 
The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool sh** since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com. Just saw this on Twitter and wanted to uh, turn this into a segment. We'll get to Bo Nix on how he played in the Senior Bowl yesterday, and I think that if you watched him play, there might be some concerns if indeed... Uh, the Broncos are going to be interested. Let's go back to 2000, I believe, in 16, 2016, when the Broncos drafted Paxton Lynch. There was word that Jerry Jones wanted to trade up to get Paxton Lynch. But according to Mel Kuyper Jr., Jerry Jones and the Cowboys weren't the only team that wanted to get Paxton Lynch. One trade that didn't happen saved the Kansas City Chiefs franchise. I'll go back and I'll tell you a quick story. Kansas City tried to trade up to get Paxton Lynch. Mm. They failed. Denver got him. Because of not being able to trade up, they traded down and took Chris Jones. Next year they took Patrick Mahomes. My point being, had they been successful in doing the deal they wanted to do and got Paxton Lynch, they wouldn't have had Chris Jones. They wouldn't have had Patrick Mahomes. And Andy Reid wouldn't be a Hall of Fame coach. Think about that, guys. And they're, as good, and they're as good as anybody at evaluating talent. Yes. I yeah, but how would that. they have been if Paxton Lynch would have You're been right. their pick? And they would have never had Mahomes. Yeah. And, Crazy. And, right. And, Crazy. and Chris Jones. Uh, thanks to ESPN 1000 in Chicago with uh, Waddle and Sylvie for that sound. Could you imagine what the Chiefs would look like today with no Patrick Mahomes, no Chris Jones? But that's the nature of the NFL. Sometimes the best trades are the ones that never happen. Yeah, but the little tangents that you take, the little moves that you make, a little stutter step here, a little misdirection there. I, I mean, you take a guy like Paxton Lynch, um, and and it's any guy that you take, especially a quarterback, has a domino effect. Sometimes it leads to a really good thing. Sometimes it can lead to 10 years of crap. Right. Right. And um, so, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of intersections that teams get to that which fork on the road they go down has a lot to do with how the whole thing is going to end up. It, it seems like a little thing. It was a huge thing at the moment. Right. I mean, it's hard to imagine the Chiefs without those guys. Speaking of quarterbacks, Bo Nix has not been overly impressive at the mm-hmm. Senior Bowl. Um, he is probably one of the guys the Broncos are going to be looking at to be their next quarterback, their quarterback of the future. How much stock do you put into the fact that none of the quarterbacks looked good yesterday, yeah. but specifically Bo Nix? Well, I mean, I, I think that you. this is a due diligence thing. How much has this guy or any quarterback interested you enough um, to have scouted extensively all season long? At the end of the day, it's about what did he do when he played with the team that he played right. with. Right. There are lots of different ways that you evaluate quarterbacks or players, period. Charlie Casserly, a longtime talent evaluator, GM, won rings with the Washington Redskins, was the GM of the Texans, used to say to me, uh, the best way to evaluate a player is stand on the sideline in the game that he is playing in no matter what position it is. And yes, you can. I suppose you can get a taste of what a guy looks like at the Senior Bowl, but the truth is they're playing in a brand-new offense. Yeah. And, th- and think about all the things that you have to digest as a quarterback, more so than a defensive lineman or a cornerback or a wide receiver. There's a lot of information, and I don't know if it's really fair 
to ask these guys in a couple of days to pick up an entire offense. I, agree. I, I brought this up in the last hour. Josh Allen looked terrible in the senior bowl, mm-hmm. meaning the way that he was practicing. He was missing guys all the time. Turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. So let's be careful evaluating a quarterback based on a couple of days of practice with all new coaches, new wide receivers, new systems, so on and so forth. Yeah. Remember, if you're watching coverage from the senior bowl, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and you're doing it with your, you know, with your little clicker. Um, teams have had eyes on these guys, m- multiple eyes on these guys all season long. This is just, this is a couple of days where they get, they where they get some, they get some exposure to them, and they get to see them in a different, challenging type of situation. Quick processing. How are you? How are you? How are you? figuring things out? Are you able to apply the things that you're learning on the fly? So those things can be valuable, but they're not the all to end all to your point. You, you better have seen a lot of games. You're going to see pro days. You're going to see a lot of different things that is going to help you in your decision about any talent, but specifically a quarterback. And you're learning a pro style offense. Sure. With that, evaluating a guy at the senior bowl, to me, is like evaluating a guy, fully evaluating a guy, after roughly four days of training camp. Yeah. This guy can play, can't play. After four days? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and you know who says that is uh, Sean Payton is is big on that. He's big on not not being rushed into decisions about players based on early impressions. I think a lot of coaches are that way. I think a lot of good coaches are that way, certainly. But that's why you have you have a, an entire department of scouts. You have a scouting department. That's all these people do and is evaluate talent. And oh, by the way, let's um, let's put something into perspective about the new guy that they brought in, Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to look up his um, his resume real quick. Because I think there are some connections here. Carmichael, can I get some thinking music here? Uh, let's see, coach. No. What, what keyword should I put in here? Uh, Saints. Yeah, Saints and offensive Broncos, right? yeah. and then Wikipedia. Right. Because I believe I am correct on this, but I'm not 100% sure I am. Oh, yes, as a matter of fact, I am sure on this. Um, we can make the case that Sean Payton is the guy who developed Drew Brees. The guy who really developed Drew Brees was Pete Carmichael. Mm -hmm. And that's not a knock on Sean Payton. No, not at all. So when did, um, can you look this up real quick? When did, uh, when did Drew Brees get to New Orleans? Was it 2006? I believe it was 2006. You got that, or do you need some thinking music for yourself? Uh, I think I'll be okay. Uh, 06 was his first year. Isn't that interesting? Would you like to know what Pete Carmichael did before he got to New Orleans? Well, he was with the San Diego Chargers Mm -hmm. for a bunch of years. Mm. In case you didn't know, he was the assistant wide receivers coach and the quality control coach from 04 to 05. Then Drew Brees goes to the Saints. Well, who went to the Saints the same time as Drew Brees? 
Carmichael Mm -hmm. to become what? The quarterback's coach. And then for a couple of years, he was the quarterbacks and passing game coach. And then he became the offensive coordinator from 09 to 23. Yeah. In other words, he had worked with Drew Brees in San Diego before going to in a round in a roundabout way. He wasn't the quarterback's coach, but he he was it. But he was in the locker room to me. If I'm going to read the tea leaves, Mm -hmm. bringing in Carmichael signals to me, which we all know they're going to draft a quarterback that Peyton is bringing in Carmichael to do with this new quarterback, whoever that might be, what he helped do with Breeze. Yeah, and it's another set of eyes on an offense that just wasn't very good last year. But I, I think a lot of it has to do with the quarterback. Sure. I, I, I would agree with that. With that coming up after the break, we knew Nathaniel Hackett was a hot mess in Denver. Apparently, according to a scathing expose from Diana Rossini from The Athletic, he might have even been worse with the Jets. We'll explain next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman, Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Tuesday. There's an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, and more. Auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. If you want to hear about upcoming auctions, and there are lots of them that we don't talk about on the show every day, but see what else is happening, go to rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rowerauction.com slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. The Athletics' Diana Russini wrote a scathing and in-depth article with 30 sources chronicling the Jets' season in which one of those coaches anonymously said it was a effing mess. A good portion of that article was on Nathaniel Hackett. Here is an excerpt from that article. Multiple coaches and players described Hackett as lacking in attention to detail. Uh, Hackett waited until the very end of each week to meet with the Jets' full offensive staff. Hackett is described as having resisted in-game adjustments, including a refusal to change the team's blocking approach when uh, Micah Parsons dominated the Jets' offensive line in Week 2. When you read this, any of this really surprised you? No. I mean, it all had a all had a very familiar tone to it, unfortunately. And doesn't it make you think, if it was that bad with the Jets, and you would think he would have learned his lessons from the Broncos, he may just not know how to process it. What the hell was happening here in Denver? Which we we saw with the offense, we saw with wins and losses, we saw with game management. But talk about a guy who just now that it has been completely solidified with this article, a guy who was and is still completely over his skis. Yes. A guy that is in very seems to be in very much over his head. 
Um, a guy that clearly would not be on that staff if it weren't for Aaron Rodgers. A guy that it it the, the in reading this, I, I was struck by the whole. I think he's there, not necessarily because he lends anything in the scheme. He doesn't do anything to improve the scheme or to adjust the scheme on the fly. He's there basically as frat brother to Aaron Rodgers. I don't. It's 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 nuts. I know it's going to seem harsh with what I'm about to say, but he appears to me when you go to the rodeo. You know, you have the people strapping in the uh, the bull and the rider into the chute, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the people who are, you know, chasing down the bull. Pretty dangerous job, right? Yeah. And then you have the rodeo clown. Oh, God. And you know what? Yeah. You can make the case that Nathaniel Hackett was the rodeo clown as the Broncos head coach and now the offensive coordinator for the Jets. It has been a entertaining guy, fun guy. Well, everybody likes him, puts on a cute red nose, paints his face. Everybody, you know, is entertained by him. But what's he really adding? It's been a tough two year stretch. And I think he stays gamefully employed only because of his association with Aaron Rodgers. What happens when Rodgers retires? He's done. You think he's done done? I mean, what would you hire him for at this point? To be the rodeo clown. I didn't know that that was a paid position on most NFL rosters. It might be. Let me look into it. Can we get some thinking? No, I'm kidding. No. I mean, I mean, would you hire him as a quarterback coach at this point? If somebody has a lack of attention to detail, I mean, according to yeah. this report, resisting change, that doesn't sound good to me. And you're talking about 30 people that were sourced for this, which means there were plenty of coaches that were sourced for this, one of whom decided to say it was a effing mess. Something's got to change. You could, Unless Rodgers comes in next year and blows everybody's doors off. Mm-hmm. Which he could do. You never know. Right. Um, Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, who is difficult anyway, who appears to have way too much power, he's going to get Robert Sala fired. Both of those guys are. Not he, both mm. are going to get Sala fired because they thought that Rodgers was the guy because he they were just a quarterback away. Right. And that's another thing that I took from this from this piece was this is very much a classic case of the overall ability of the quarterback coming in to basically hide all of the deficiencies in the offensive coaching room. I mean, it was basically stated in the article. Yeah. Uh, and there wasn't a lot of pushback, apparently. Uh, so, no, it's it's not very good press, and but it's not surprising at all. I mean, I think that I think that's kind of what we expected. Sean Payton certainly expected it. Oh, yeah. I bet he's feeling pretty good about it. Well, I mean, right I now. think that, I mean, he's got plenty of, hey, he's got a lot of things to take care of himself. He right? does, right? He's got a lot of things that is that are on his table. I would hope that Nathaniel Hackett isn't even a blip on the radar 
Now for no, I, when, when you come out and say what he said, yes, and then for lack of a better phrase, you're proven right yes. for all the criticism that you got. Yes, yesterday was a pretty good day for Sean Payton. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure he wasn't rolling around with it on his sleeve, but I mean, yeah, he was. Well, I don't yeah, know. he was. I don't know. He, he 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 felt vindicated. Okay, no, still shouldn't have handled it the way that I he agree, did. but he feels vindicated. Okay. See, I told you I was right. Well, it'd be hard to argue. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed? We'll get into some of the events in tonight's Pro Bowl Skills Showdown and where did the Nuggets and Nikola Jokic rank on NBA's merchandise sales list. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. It's just a little room to breathe. Dina Pop and Disco Queen, she barely understands her dreams. A belly button rings another kind of thing. Some ballot could change, but the thing that is strange is that the changes occur. And now she's at the part of the heart, yeah, yeah. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Tuesday, there's an auction. For laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, high-reach equipment, storage containers, and more, auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you own a truck or a 4x4, there's only one place in town that you should go to, and that is High Country Performance 4x4. There are a lot of different companies out there that do some of the things that High Country Performance 4x4 does. But if you want a one-stop shop, a place that does everything, you need to go to High Country Performance 4x4 in Englewood. With that, I want to bring in a friend of mine, good friend of mine, the owner of High Country Performance 4x4. Good morning, Brady. How are you? Good, Eric. How are you doing? I'm really good. Uh, there are a lot of companies in your category that use the term upfitting a lot. And to me, when I hear upfitting, I think they're putting on a trailer hitch. They put on a bike rack. They do things like that. But you take upfitting to a completely different level, don't you? Oh, absolutely, 100%. I mean, we can do that. We can do bike hitches. We can do trailer hitches. Um, but we do way more than that. You know, we really focus on the nitty-gritty, the hardcore, the the undercar, the suspension, so you can get off the grid, you can get further, you can, you know, get to those adventure spots. And, you know, like I said, we can do it all, man. So you guys do, as an example, you do rebuilds, seasonal inspections, custom fabrication, a whole lot more than that. Custom fabrication design. For those that don't know what that means, what is that? So that's building or developing and then building things that necessarily cannot be bought or making your dreams and what you want to do come to life. So if it doesn't exist, we'll make it exist. So I, I did you ever see the movie Weird Science? I, I can't recall, no. Okay, so it was, it, was a, it was a movie about them building a woman on a computer. And when I took a tour of High Country Performance 4x4, you clearly on your computers were not building a woman, although I don't know what you guys do in your off hours, but that's a whole nother conversation. I'm watching the things that you guys are building through a computer 
And I was simply blown away. What kind of things were those guys doing? Because those are high-tech, hard-to-find guys. Yeah, so we use full CAD design and things from you know bumpers to full frames, suspension, interior panels. So we'll come up with the concept, the development, the design of it, and then, you know, essentially draw it in a computer-aided design software. And then once we have the drawing, everything is, you know, cut and put into fruition. Um, And we don't have to draw everything. A lot of it can be done old school with cardboard and templates. Uh, But like I said, we can do it all. So, yeah, we just come up with the idea that whoever wants it, the customer wants, and we'll draw it, design it, uh, build it, and, you know, bring it to life. So I know you have a new tent line. Now, when people think of a tent line, they're thinking, well, what do you mean? You, you, you have some like new tents that people can throw like in the back of the uh, car, or is it something completely different? Now, I know what that means because I've seen actual pictures of it. What does that mean for people who come in there that love to go off the grid and love yeah. to go hiking and camping? Yeah, so everybody sees everybody rolling around with the tents on top of their car. And we've been working with iCamper for a while, and then we finally got, um, you know, got the stock and got it ready to go. So we feel it's the best rooftop tent, as you'd call it, on the market. And they have a couple different sizes and different finishes. Um, And we're really excited about that, uh, that line, the iCamper line, uh, just because of the quality of it. Um, And then we have them on display so people can come see them. And it's just a way it's something less that you don't have to pack, and then you're off the ground for safety. Um, and, you know, got a ton of room like the tent on top of our trucks, a king size bed when it folds out. So you can take the whole family, the dogs, whatever, man. It's awesome. What are your new hours on Saturday? Uh, we're here nine to two on Saturday. We're also getting ready, bulking up the showroom, you know, with, uh, with goods to carry out and, you know, stuff to get ready for the adventure. So yeah, we're ready for everybody on Saturdays too, man. And oh, by the way, we're talking about all these custom builds that you can do. But you also have a great high-end retail center as well for do-it-yourselfers, right? Yeah, 100%. Everything from advice to all the accessories that you're going to need to make the trip successful, safe, and fun. Uh, Yeah, we got it all down here, man. So come down and see us. How do people find you? Uh, They can find us anything at HCP4X4. That's going to be all the social handles. The website is www.hcp4x4.com. Uh, we're essentially Santa Fe and Hampton, and for the old OG Denverites, it's the same street where the drive-in movie theater used to be. So <laughs> you can stop by. You can find us on the web. You can give us a call. All right. Hey, do me a favor. Tell uh, Ryan and Robert I say hello and hope everything is doing well with, uh, you know, with everything that's going on with him that you and I talked about yesterday with his dog. Okay. Yep, absolutely. I will uh, send the condolences, and we'll uh, yeah, he'll be back in next week. And, yeah, I really appreciate that, man. It means a lot. All right. See you, man. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. All righty, just in case you missed it, tonight the Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl Skills Showdown will take place where events such as precision passing, uh, best catch, closest to the pin, uh, which is a golf golf accuracy competition, high stakes, <laughs> which is catching punts from a jugs machine, 
uh, snap shots, which is long snappers and centers snapping balls at targets, and then dodgeball. Uh, any of these dodgeball. skills you are interested in watching these players participate? Dodgeball in? might be interesting to me. I, you know, I, I, you, you take it for what it is, and uh, and it, and if you're got nothing better to do, give it a little look. What the heck? Doesn't hurt anything. What are the odds on the uh, potato sack race? I didn't see that one on the list. No. They don't have a potato sack race? They, they don't have. That's a great field day event. How about the uh, pie eating contest? That'd be a good one. Okay. Or the four-legged race where you tie right. two guys together at right. the ankles. Come they, on. Should, they should do a tug of war, actually. They should. That would be entertaining That to would me. be. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Or, or if they really want to spice it up, how about have a wide receiver runner out with a, I don't know, a lion chasing them? Uh, it, that would be exciting. The NHL skill uh, things start tonight, too, right? I, but I think I, I, I think they do. I think the one timer, uh, I, I think the one timer, and a couple of other things are happening tonight. That was very informational. NHL, the, the fastest skater and the slap I don't shot. know. I don't know. McCars in that. Know. Yeah. Yeah. How is McKinnon not in that? Right. I'm he with you. Be. Right. I mean, He's seriously. faster than McCar. Might be. I, I don't know who's faster off a line. Both guys are really fast. Anyway. That was uh, Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. They always have great specials going on with wine. Uh, wines right now, Spain and Portugal. I know that's interesting to you, Bruce. Of course. You love your Portuguese wine. Mm-hmm, I do. 15% off. Super Bowl is coming up. You might have a party. You can have Argonaut deliver to your house. Every delivery over 200 bucks is free. They deliver to the entire Denver metro area. You can order off their app as well. Of course, you can find them off of Colfax. That's going to do it for us. Brett, Alex, great job. Same with you, Bruce. I'll try and do better tomorrow. And can you believe it? We're out on time. Make the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked. Take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. Tell her, tell her, baby, 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 ba